This episode is brought to you by The Stiletto File Shop. Be sure to check out our latest apparel collections, Wear Your Healing with Style. Visit www.thestilettofiles.com and shop today. beautiful souls it is the fosters and i am the most popping one the baddest bitch (laughs) and i am the second baddest i'm just kidding y'all but my name is shanice and we're both baddies this is our season finale thank y'all so much for making it this far you know it's been so great and we're going to end this particular season exploring the healing question of are people being pressured to become entrepreneurs? Hmm. Wow. There you go. There you go. Yes, they are. Well, indifferent. It depends on the things you follow on social media and what they do on the internet to say, oh, you like that post? We'll give you a thousand more that looks like it. Right. Everybody is speaking on social media. Everybody has a business. And although everyone has a business, it doesn't mean that everybody has good business owners. And I think what happened was when we got these stimulus checks, people were saying, oh, you invest in yourself, invest in your business, invest in all, invest in all these things. And people that don't can barely clock in on time at work of their nine to five are now trying to take on the task of becoming an entrepreneur. It look, It's much harder than what it looks. It sounds good, though. Of course. You think about freedom? What do you think about when you think about being an entrepreneur? For me, it brings up anxiety instantly. (laughs) Um, But I think, you know, when you see the highlights of it, it's like, man, why not be an entrepreneur? You get to make your own schedule. You get to do the things that you love. You can be passionate and love the things that you do. But like for me personally, I don't know what I love enough to go venture out and go do. I'm a worker. I'm a worker bee. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. And that's okay. And I think people are thinking that you have to be the chief and you don't. I'm still a chief, but there's other chiefs ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, you're still a boss, but you're not, you don't have to create the company and, and control the flow of the company. I think if that ever happened for me, it'll just come with like opportunity arises and I'm taking advantage of the opportunity where I feel like what you did was more of a desire thought that was like, you sit on it, you did it, and then it's like, okay, now it's coming into fruition. Yeah. So it was like more like you wanted it and you got it versus mine will probably be like, oh, all the stars are aligning. Let me hop on this one real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do feel like even though it looks easy, being an entrepreneur is hard. Um, You do have to, yes, you get freedom, you create your own schedule, but you have to create a productive schedule. You have to create a schedule that allows you to get your work done. And when you start off with your business, you are everything. Not only are you the CEO, you're the marketer, you are the editor, you are the voice and representative, all the things. I think what's hard too is because you're all the things, you can't really be great some people aren't really great at the, the things that they hate doing. Like say you hate doing excels and doing finances. 
But at your old job, you never had to worry about that. Or that wasn't even a thought that you had to worry about is the financial aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Where now it's, it's all that you think about. And then you also have to be ready for the um, ebbs and flows of. Yes. Absolutely. The ebbs and flows of finances. Of life. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say of life. You said it so I'm hard. Sorry, I'm like. I felt that in my spirit. <laughs> my spirit said right now, affirm. I do agree. I, yes, the ebbs and flow of even finances. You were saying of life. Definitely that too, because you're going to have good months. You're going to have bad months. You're going to have piss poor months. It's like you're always going to run into a time where you don't think you're going to, not necessarily don't think you're going to get out of, but it's going to be a whole lot of work and effort. And I think that's where most businesses fail is they just say, okay, this this issue is way too big and way too challenging that I cannot overcome it. Mm -hmm. But the, I think the companies that make it past that five-year mark is the people that just go through it no matter what. They can, they're durable. They're changing their business plan in order to make them stay successful. Yeah. And I think when people think about entrepreneurship, they think of this dream. They see the Amazon and they're like, I want to be the next Amazon. But they don't see what Amazon had to do to become Amazon. Everybody sees that one picture of him in the garage <laughs> with that old bubble back monitor. Exactly. Like he had to start off very small before there was the Amazon that you know and love now. And I think that, yes, some people are being pressured or feel like they have to do that. But you don't have to. There has to be. You know, I don't like using it. There has to be team members and team leaders. And I feel like, you know, it's nothing wrong that if you have a nine to five, don't feel like you're less than because you have a nine to five. You got a nine to five and you out here doing it at your job. You're good at what you do. You're advancing. There's room for you to advance. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to advance. You're enjoying. You don't hate. So I look at it as if I don't hate going into work every day, I love my job. Yeah. I feel like there's that drastic difference, right? If I don't hate it every day, I'm, that feels like I love it because every job has its good days and bad days. They have their employees that you like or you don't like. And so everybody has their struggles no matter what field you're in. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't hate going into work and I'm not dreading it, I feel like that's a good that's a good sign for me personally. Yeah. And think about like, you know, even having good good careers, you don't have to have an entrepreneur to be like, you know, an engineer, you can still work for a firm and still make great money and still love what you do. So I feel like, you know, you don't have to feel pressure that you got to go out and get your own job, especially if you're being honest with yourself and you struggle to writing. even... For me, I hate writing, yeah. <laughs> I cannot write an email, let alone write a whole business plan. Right, or talk or so be social and network. You know that that's something that you don't enjoy doing. Or you know that you can't dedicate yourself to something. Like if every time you try to do something, you do it for two days and you quit, I guarantee you, entrepreneurship ain't going to be that thing for you. It's just right. not because it's it's so hard. And what all you have to do is like before you get to the Amazon that you see now, you there is work that goes there's into it. a lot of focus. It. Make sure you don't go scatterbrain because there's so many things to do that you're, you're focusing on the right thing to do. Yeah. Like if you think about the last time you committed to something. Did you do it? Did you commit to it? Did you see it all the way through? And I think that gives you a great answer to is entrepreneurship for me. Think about even with the diet, that takes willpower and that takes a lot to be able to say, hey, I'm going to wake up, control my schedule, but be productive and push my company in the direction that it needs to go in. 
Well, let's just say, Kira is the business owner of the family. <laughs> I do feel like, you know, I have always had a good business mindset. When I said I was going to do something, I did it. I also don't mind doing bottom of the barrel things to work my way up to the top. And I knew that about myself very early on, which is why I knew that this is the dream that I wanted. When I had kids, I wanted to have a private practice and I wanted to be able to work from home and and control my schedule so I can be there for my kids. Um, And I feel like I did that and I'm doing that. And although I'm not Amazon yet, you know, I'm okay sitting in my garage with the um, dinosaur computers getting it done until I reach that point. But we have a good case study, and it's all about Miss Farah. And we want to see what you, what your thoughts are about Miss Farah when it comes to entrepreneurship. So let's go to this very quick commercial, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back with our good sis case study. Sis, it's Filthy Rich Monday, and it's time for some prosperity attraction. Ching, ching, ching goes the money tree. This affirmation is asking the universe to align you with opportunities that will increase your financial wealth. Repeat this three times a day for one to two weeks. I constantly attract opportunities that curate more money. All right, Miss Farah, Miss Farah. All right, let me tell you about Miss Farah, babe. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to prepare myself. <laughs> Motherfuckery. No, it's, it's not going to be this kind of. We'll see. <laughs> Farah is 26 years old. She walked out of her job at UPS after a heated exchange with her supervisor in regards to scheduling issues. After quitting her job, she was encouraged by her sister, whom is a very successful entrepreneur, to get get on her grown woman shit and start a business. After a week of being unemployed, she started her own weight loss juice business with the help of her sister. 30 days later, her business and finances are suffering. I'm sorry, sorry, girl, I did not mean to chuckle. I just hate the way that that sounded. Okay. Oh, man. 30 days later, girl. It's just been 30 days. You can still take it back to the store. 30 days later, her business and finances are suffering. She slept for most of the day. She sleeps for most of the day, sorry. Has no active marketing plan and has only sold five juices in a 30-day span. To her sister. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't sounding good, girl. Girl. Um, She has had to move in with her sister to help with savings, but she refuses to get a nine to five job and reported feeling no motivation to improve her business at this time because she wants to focus on traveling the world. Well, I think she has the aspirations that everybody wants. Every Not everybody, but a lot of people want to travel and, and you know, travel the world and travel different states, road trips. Um, so I think the first thing that came to mind when you first read that was um, she quit on the spot. Right. I think that was the yes. biggest, like, er, red flag. What's that? Everybody on red flags now? Right. <laughs> um, so I think that's the biggest thing because it's. I think it's just the right thing to do to put the two weeks notice in 
just in case you wanted to work for them again, you you did it more of the right way. Mm-hmm. And then I also, I mean, I, I don't think there was enough backstory onto the scheduling. Like, I don't know if it was actually planned off and then they still scheduled her or if there was communication that happened beforehand. Yeah, but you still don't need to walk off. You're right. I personally wouldn't, that would never cross my mind. Um, but it's unfortunate that she did because also I think one thing that goes with you no matter where you go and how far you go in life is your reputation. And so who you are, what people remember you by, like, even if your industry, even though I change industries, like my reputation still follows me to this day. Um, So I think that's something she has to be mindful of. And that'll also follow her into her own business. Exactly. I think that the key points that we need to point out here with Miss Vera here is that she did walk out on the job. That's the first thing I noticed when I read it is that she walked out on the job that shows there could be a commitment concern there or a inability for conflict resolution, which is what you're going to need as an entrepreneur. Lack of communication. Yes, exactly. And the second thing was that um, you started a business in a week. Well, so that was a little bit different too, because usually, you know, when people start their business, you know, I say if I started a business, I don't work out the way that I used to, but if I did, it would be something along of like sports or something that I've done like majority of my life that I've just like came and crafted into. The way it sounds like is she's just like, shit, I don't know what to do. My shades taste pretty good. Let me just throw it together. But I don't know if a lot of people said that because the lack of buys make me feel like she just thought of that herself. Because if you did something that great before, I feel like you would already have kind of a base of selling it to, even if it is just your family. Exactly. But having people that believed in you in that in that case with only selling five, it doesn't look too good. And it it's just a lot of things. It's no offense, girl. I'm not <laughs> trying to downplay you, but I just don't think it was a well thought out plan. Like I would have to have a whole business plan or something. Like if I was your sister, I would make you come up with a business plan or help you in some way so you can get off my couch. Exactly. Because I feel like, you know, it's not her sister's responsibility to sit down with her and become her her business coach. But I do feel like it sounds like a sister said, hey, here's some money or so to help you get on your feet with your business. But you're right. It does sound one off because it's not like she worked at like clean juice and realized right. juicing is her thing unless she was blending juices on top of UPS boxes. I'm not quite seeing where that connection was. It sounds, and even how quickly it was thrown together. Even selling juices can be a great business. Think about juices you buy at the store right now. Naked was probably once one of those mobile juices that people buy at the store. I'm pretty sure they didn't just just, uh, cook that up in a a week. It is. And it's just like, how do you even not know who your fan base is? Because like for me, if I did that, I'd probably be at the gym trying to give free shakes away to people Mm -hmm. and seeing if they would buy it. It's just so many things that you could do, and it doesn't seem like those efforts were taken. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I don't mean no shade. I don't mean no shade, okay? I don't mean no shade. She does. But I Petty. really want to know, what do you look like? Because is this even something that you're a good marketer to market? Because if you built like the blender, I don't think we need to be selling weight loss juice. Facts. I just thought it was so thrown together. That it's just like I, I. Or are you a, a herbalist where you know what each each thing does for you? Like if cilantro cleans you out, like this is good for this, or like so you can say, hey, I can make a specific sh- shake for you. These are the categories that people pick from. But if you have something special, I can make that up for you. Right, like you said, 
I, you know how long it took me to even launch my business. It took me a year to plan it before I even started to launch it. And I put a lot of time, effort, learning. I went to school for classes to understand marketing and really understand what's going on with my business. There is no way I could have slapped together a business in a week. Not a successful one. Right, exactly. So it's like, you know, it shows me that she has no dedication because what is wrong with getting a part-time, at least a part-time job if your finances the thing the uh this case study said that her finances and business are suffering well if you don't make money for a month i think anybody would suffer but it's like what is wrong with getting a part-time job so that you can be it's beneath me (laughs) it's beneath me and i will not like what is the situation like i feel like i would have gotten me a little part-time something so that i have the finances to really pour into my business i would actually try to work at a smoothie place i don't think they sign a do not compete or whatever and try to figure out the pros and cons and ways to make it better or still their recipes kind of with a little mm-hmm. bit of flair throw some cinnamon in yeah. it or something like of course we don't know her her employment history but i just like i said unless she was blending up shakes on top of ups boxes i'm not quite seeing where this came from and it's it's just such a lack of dedication i don't see how you'll be able to start a business with no funding and it's like yeah her sister did give her funding but it sounds like she's traveling with it well she wants to travel with it but she has to eat so then her 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 (laughs) bank account went low yeah, it's like, are you just writing on the bottles with Expo markers? Did you have time to actually get labels made and create your LLC and actually protect your business? And I just really wonder. I don't, Rhonda. You know that's not <laughs> happening. She's so extra, y'all. Ignore my way. <laughs> I really am curious, Farah, as to what was your thinking and thought process behind that? It's like, you you should never when you're a business person there's nothing you, that should be beneath you and nothing that you wouldn't be willing to do even if it comes to getting a part-time job to ensure that you have the funding to really take yourself to the next level another thing is is i feel like when people do businesses the people that actually last are the people that are passionate about their job yes and i don't feel like i don't know if that's really a passion but the way you said she doesn't get off the couch it doesn't seem passionate to me so i don't think no matter what it wouldn't have reached its full potential because if you're not passionate about something, you don't love what you're doing. Eventually you, you can only chase money so long and then it's not worth it anymore. Mm-hmm. Cause when you're, when you're in a business or creating a business, you're chase, chasing wealth, not, not you're chasing dreams. Even if you're not worried about the financial aspect as much yeah. about like the super big money, I feel like you're doing it because you love it. Like I think about the amount of hours that you work and how late you work or the extra times that you put in, it's worth it to you because you love it. So you might not see it as worth. Yeah. You see it as enjoyment. I do, but I also see it as me building wealth. Not quick money. I'm building wealth. I'm building building a company that my children can get residual income from. And her wife. (laughs) You're right. You're right. I'm trying to look out for my family and, and my business. So it's like, you know, I'm building wealth, which takes time. I'm not out here trying to build quick money. If I was out here trying to build quick money, I'd go out there and sell some um some drugs i remember listening to a podcast like last week or something um and it was saying about how whatever your goal is should be like your five or ten year goal so like your big wealth should be your 10 year goal Mm -hmm. and you should meet a lot of small accolades in between then but that your big goal like your million dollars money goal should be your 10 year goal yeah exactly 
Well, let's go to commercial break and then let's come back and finish this conversation. Why don't we? Season one has been a blast. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast on all major streaming platforms. We'd love to hear your review and thank y'all so much. We love y'all. You know, I was thinking uh, that one of the things in the Good Sis Case Study said that her sister said to her, who is also a very successful entrepreneur, said to her she needed to get on her grown woman shit. Woo, gang gang. <laughs> and get and become an entrepreneur. Is that really what we're categorizing as grown woman shit? Is a all I can go back to is the line of 30 days later, her finances and business <laughs> is suffering. So is like like really the mentality that we are attaching to entrepreneurship mean shit means that you are on your grown woman shit. Um I don't, I don't know. I feel like I can, I think I'm a grown woman and I'm not an entrepreneur. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it answers the question of, yes, I think people are feeling pressured to become entrepreneurs, even if they don't have the, um, the foundation yeah, or the skills to lead a company, like walking out on your job. It's like, you know, she's already trying to live the life as if her company is already, like, you know, selling stores. Right. She's made it. And uh, you don't expect to be able to travel nonstop when you just started a business 30 days ago. Um, You know, I feel like, again, you know, being an entrepreneur, I feel like your money has ebbs and flows. So even if you had a great first month and she made thousands of dollars. I would still tuck some of that money away because you got to figure out how to have your customers be repeat customers. So it's just a, it's a, it's a long uphill battle. Mm-hmm. What do you think are some characteristics that make a good entrepreneur? Um, first, I think they have to be intelligent or intellectual about the product that they're selling or service. So they mm-hmm. have to be very knowledgeable for me to be a buyer. Um, so subject matter expert, they have to have great communication skills because you have to be able to market and sell your, um, your product or service. You have to, so you have to have people skills, right? Um, Mm -hmm. you have to get to be like a master of everything. So I, I look at you and I see all the things that you have to do. And honestly, it's exhausting just watching you. (laughs) And so like, you have to be very driven, um, and passionate about the things that you do. And you have to pay attention to the small details. I think a, a lot of times people can be great. So that makes us all equal, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the small details that you do that makes you greater, like the best or better than others and makes you stand out in the market. Mm-hmm. When you think about, do, do you know or think about a company that you know, an entrepreneur that you know, that's not doing that well? What do you think they're doing to not? do well or for their company not to do well i think it's the little things i think sometimes people get hyper focused on one area and let another area lack Mm -hmm. so you have to be able to manage and juggle all things so if i'm super aware of the finances and i'm pitching pennies but really i'm not giving any good customer service you're going to lose money because you're not worried about your customer's experience yeah so you just can't get hyper focused on one thing because it's it's not one thing that runs a business it's everything running well together and then also being able to know what your weak points are and trying to get people to help you, whether it's your friends or families, or eventually being able to hire somebody to do the things or 
getting resources like apps or buying like their products to help you make your fun at like to do like TurboTax or some kind of way to have all your expenses tracked. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many variables. I'm just more of a money person. So that's where my mind goes. But even creating your content, you can have somebody do your digital content so you can have a face on social media or I mean, there's so many things that it's just that takes a lot of time. And I think a lot of people don't realize that that's work. You know, when I'm on social media, it's fun. But if, yeah. if I had to do it for a job, it's exhausting. It is so exhausting being on social media like that for work. But I do think, too, there's a difference between entrepreneur and, an hu- and a hustler. And I feel like a lot of people are trying to be hustlers and not really trying to be entrepreneurs. What's the difference to you? I feel like a hustler has their hand in a whole bunch of things. Like they got a juice business. They got a... Um, they mow lawns. <laughs> they do origami. Like they do all <laughs> origami. <of> these- <laughs> they do all of these things. And because they're used to quick, fast money, it's like nothing is really thought out. Like I know somebody that is like, I'm so confused by what she's doing. It's because every time I see her post, she's something else. Like she like has this, she has that. And now she's like, you know, working for another company. Like it's so confused. So she's always onto the next best thing without seeing something all the way through. Yeah. So I think one thing to think that, I've seen you do is you know you sit on it for a long time so like I'm more of impatient so I know that I won't be able like I could do well if I really wanted to but like you have to be patient with it like you want to make sure everything's right before it's put out there I'm like oh my god I did so good I feel good about this let me put it out it's like oh typo oh shit (laughs) retract retract right right yeah I do because I think what do you think is the difference between a hustler and an entrepreneur or do you even feel like it's a difference? I do think there's a difference. I think um, I think when I think of entrepreneur, I think of long term and like business owners. And I think hustlers, you, you I don't see if somebody owns multiple business, I don't see that as a hustler. But I feel like they have businesses, LLCs and all the things. I feel like hustlers don't do all the grunt work to get the LLCs to become like business owners. And they just do the thing that makes them money, but they don't technically do it legally because if I mow your yard, that's $40, $50 in my pocket where I don't have to, to like file taxes or anything for it because I'm hustling for that money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like you can do things under the table, I guess, is hustling. Yeah. And not that these hustles can't become major businesses. I feel like if the time and dedication was given to it, it could. But I feel like the hustler mentality is what I'm thinking about. Like, the- But the hustle is multiple different revenues of income where yeah. I feel like a business is you're really trying to focus on one major thing. And it's a well thought out plan. And you probably have a business plan and you have like a website. Like hustlers, I don't feel like have websites or do all the things that need to be done in marketing and and everything that mm-hmm. they're just like putting little flyers on the side of the street, like something quick and easy. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, sometimes some hustlers that are transitioning into wanting to be entrepreneurs, they, they will often, I will just say this, when you start a business, you should know the ins and out of your business. Um, and I feel like you should be, you should be doing the, the work. Like you should be doing your website. You should be having your hand in everything. Cause this is your foundation. This is your startup. This is where you are. And I feel like some people will start hiring a bunch of people and the shit don't look right. 
or they, it costs a lot of money to fix or change because yeah. you don't know what it is or how to do it like there's no reason that there's their dedication to being able to sit down and perfect your craft like how do you want your package to be presented to other people and i feel like when you have all these other ideas sometimes it or have all these other people like yeah i hope you do this i hope you do that you lose the true authenticity of your company or the mission of your company i think like i said earlier is all the small things is the things that that set great companies apart from everybody else because everybody else has a candle business everybody else has these things so you have to do the extra small thing that sets you apart from everybody mm-hmm. else yeah like healing candles like your candles are charged with healing energy like actually find the things and like the check that out on our website i'm just kidding (laughs) our next business venture (laughs) but i do feel like the passion you said earlier when i think about farah again we don't know full backstory but it does not sound like juicing was something that was a hobby to her and then she took it to the next thing it sounds like she got caught in a uh pyramid scheme as long as you end up on top, man, that's all that matters. <laughs> of selling some juice. Because I know I've had some people in my DMs like, hey, you want to show me these jugs that look like they just poured milk out the jug and ripped off the <laughs> and refilled it <laughs> and put some colorful juice in there? And I know. I don't want that weight loss juice. And if you built like the blender, I don't. I'm trying to be stacked. So I want to see that you believe in your product. Right. But yeah, this is, yes, don't feel pressured to become an entrepreneur. Do the things that make you happy. Do you. Follow your passion. It's okay to have a nine to five. I had a nine to five for many years. And if something ever happened, I had to go back to Burlington Coat Factory. I will be uh, (laughs) 26.49 at Burlington Coat Factory, like period. And nothing is beneath me. I will go back and get my business back in order. That's just how I am. But this is the end. We're not going to see you. Well, we don't ever see you. We feel your energy. We're not going to feel your energy for like a month as we're preparing for season two. And we really want to bring the heat. We're really digging deep with these good sis case studies for season two. But we want to hear from you. Tell us how you've enjoyed the season. And refer us to another sis. And tell us what um, stories you like or what kind of stories you want to hear. It'll be good to have case studies that are offered from more of you guys. We get some, but it's nice to hear a lot of stories. Yeah. So we can feature your story. Absolutely. Well, this is it. This is not goodbye. Farewell, my friends. (laughs) This is I'll see you soon, okay? We'll be right back in season two. But y'all, be good. Be happy. Be free. Live love. Let your energy expand. He'll be vulnerable. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye.